Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello again and welcome to another episode of the Ominous Origins Podcast with me, Casey. Of course, this episode is still brought to you by the wonderful people over at MorbidlyBeautiful.com. They still have a lot of great Women in Horror Month content up there, so go check that out while you're listening to this podcast. Today's interview comes to us in a very unique way. Her name is Sarah, and she runs a website and a myriad of other things associated with her brand called Geeks Who Eat. Now, Geeks Who Eat is a recipe-based website, and they share movie-themed recipes on all your favorite foods and things you may not have even ever heard of. Sarah and her husband have worked tirelessly to get this website where it is, and they've even had the pleasure of working with some companies such as Disney. So this is Sarah from Geeks Who Eat. Ominous. Ominous. It is an adjective. Sounds like someone breathing. Ominous. Alrighty, I'm here with Sarah from Geeks Who Eat. How are you doing today, Sarah? I'm fantastic. Awesome. How are you? Pretty good. Can't complain, you know. Get to talk to a bunch of people today, so that's always exciting. <laughs> and I'm happy you're one of them, because I haven't come across anybody quite like you with your interests just yet. Oh, <laughs> well, I try to I try to keep it fun and fresh. <laughs> well, there you go. So you run a website uh, called Geeks Who Eat, and I'm sure it expands well beyond the website as well. Uh, can you yes. tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I, um, I've been running Geek Suite with my husband uh, for, gosh, I think it's four years now, almost five. And um, we create recipes and whatnot based off of various and sundry pop culture things. But we have a really big passion for horror. So, you know, we, we, do, we end up doing a lot more horror stuff than probably anything else on the site. And, you know, it, it stemmed from a, a passion of food and I, you know, love to cook. And so we, you know, started the site and I, I drug him into it, kicking and screaming. <laughs> like literally he knew nothing about food photography when we met and he was not like, I was a blogger, but I didn't, you know, I was a Disney blogger. So I, I didn't do food stuff. And I was like, you know, we should really do this. And we decided one day that we were, you know, going to do it, and we, we jumped right in, and, you know, for better or worse, here we are, and <laughs> some days it's amazing, and some days we sit here asking ourselves what we got ourselves into, mm-hmm. but I think that I think that's anyone who starts a, like, any sort of, like, online content, you know, creation type thing. I hate the word blogger. Like, <laughs> it's, it, it's... It feels a little bit like you're downplaying how much work goes into content creation because right. we all work real hard to do this. And when someone just goes, oh, so you're a blogger, mm. it's like, oh, you just broke my heart. Yeah, yeah. Cause like you said, so, it goes well beyond just being a, a blogger. Yeah, I mean, you, people don't realize, like, you, you research. I research everything. Before we do a recipe, you know, I'm looking to for inspiration. I'm looking for, you know, who's already done it so I'm not copying them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because, I mean, it's it happens. Like, you know, you think you come up with this brilliant idea, and then you're like, oh, 
you know, binging with Babish already did it like three years ago. Right. Oh, dang. <laughs> you know, and I don't I follow a fair amount of them, but not like religiously. So if they've done something, I may not have seen it. Yeah, oh, that's understandable. Luckily, binging with Babish does not do a ton of horror stuff. So <laughs> I, I get pretty lucky there. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, are either you or your husband uh, like classically trained in not like, at cul- all. culinary? No, so it's just like a, a hobby that turned into a passion that turned into what it is now. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. I mean, I've been cooking. My mom taught me how to cook when I was probably about seven. Mm-hmm. Like, so I've been. I mean, I've been cooking for a long time, and I'm I'm, I'm a firm believer of in like if you can read, mm-hmm. you can cook. Right. Like if you can read a cookbook. Or you can, at this point now, watch a YouTube video. Yeah, yeah. You can cook. It's not impossible. It's, it's you know, it's rules. It's do this thing until this temperature or this reaction. Like, it's people who tell me they can't cook. I'm like, you just haven't tried yet. Like, it's, it's easy. You know, once, like, there are, sure, there's techniques that are hard. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a crappy baker. I'll be the first to admit it. It is not my strong suit. I don't, I don't do it well. I mean, I do it okay, but it's it, there's certain things like that are a little bit more complicated, but general cooking anyone can do. Right, following instructions. And, exactly, and we try to keep our recipes for the most part pretty basic in that sense. Like we will, you know, break it down pretty pretty easily for people. So all your the recipes on your website, they're original 100% yours? Um, I would say like 95% are. And we've had, I mean, we've had some that are like inspired by, right? but, but we will never, we'll never take somebody else's website and like verbatim copy it. Like that's not what we do. We try to, we try to spin it to be our own, you know, we'll add ingredients, change the methods, you know, do stuff like that. Like, I I feel like there's not a lot of like original recipes out there anymore because you know, you can only make a cheesecake so many ways or <laughs> chocolate chip cookies so many ways. Right. But it's but it's what you add to it or how you create it that makes it different. And so we really try to, you know, not do what's already out there. No, that makes complete sense. I mean, it, you can look at anything creative nowadays and be like, well, what hasn't been done? And you'll probably never come up with anything. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, it's, it's 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 tough. <laughs> it, it can definitely be tough when trying to be uh, like original and and whatnot. Um, do you have any sort of uh, dishes that you're more fond of cooking? Uh, not necessarily like you like doing grilled cheese over pizza or something like that, but uh, in terms of like uh, flavors and spices and stuff, is there something that's always a go-to? Do you prefer to mix it I... up? Personally, in my personal life, mm-hmm. I prefer like Japanese food and okay. Japanese cuisine. Like I love it. I'm obsessed. <laughs> I probably have like ten Japanese cookbooks. Okay. Like it's just a really big, you know, food taste for me. Like I any actually any Asian food is really my go to. But for the site, we try to mix it up and we try to look at like, you know, the movie or whatever we're trying to theme off of and what the region is for that or you know what the themes of the movie are like for underwater we did a seaweed infused cocktail Mm. and then um you know we did meat pies swedish meat pies for midsummer Mm -hmm. and 
we so we will look at like regions and like what's the regional food there or you know what's what's the spices that are used in that area so you know we try to really keep it with that so when it comes to i guess when you started this whole journey what made you think you wanted to do or what was the the trigger or, or inspiration for thinking hey let's blend our favorite foods and our favorite movies together and make something well the funny thing is is geeks who eat really started out more as like restaurant coverage okay we wanted to initially we wanted to make you know a website that geeks could come to and feel like all food is accessible to them mm-hmm. we you know you hear a lot in the geeky community. Oh, I can't go to that place. It's too like hoity toity or too snotty (laughs) or, and it's, I don't feel that like, I, I don't think that anybody should have to feel they can't go somewhere based on, you know, like geeks have money. Like we can afford good food. Like (laughs) the, the reason, like we don't get catered to and marketed to because they think, Oh, those type of people don't want to eat at this kind of restaurant. But reality check we do Mm -hmm. and so like when we started that was really more of our focus but the arizona food market is really saturated with bloggers who have been doing it or content creators Mm -hmm. who have been doing it a lot longer than us and so for us it was just too too hard to keep up like you know you have people who are at events every single night and we were like wow we can't keep doing this this is you know my husband gained weight i gained weight like i'm like i can't we gotta stop we gotta figure out what we can do with geeks who eat right so we we had already been doing recipes but they were more like traditional like regular recipes because sadly you know sponsored posts all these brands they don't really understand that themed content is really cool they they don't really want to they don't really want to do that. They want like, you know, traditional super white background, you know, beauty food shots. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so we were like, you know, what? we don't want to do that anymore. Like, I don't want to sell someone spaghetti sauce for them. Let's <laughs> let's do what we want to do. And, you know, so we started doing it and it it took off. And then we started working with bigger studios like Disney and Lionsgate and you know, what have you. And so we just, we kept going and it's been fun ever since. <laughs> Do you remember the first piece you ever did? Be it for the website or personally? Um, oh gosh, one of our first recipes, and please don't go look up these photos. They're <laughs> okay. awful. Like I, I always am like, I wish I could take these off our website, but you know, um, gosh, what was our first recipe? I think we had some like tacos we our first geeky recipe was this Captain America like scoopable cake we did and it looks pretty cool but the photos are awful <laughs> and you know oh man i like thinking back we did a a really fun like deviled egg challenge here in town for Hickman's and they literally delivered to us like 15 dozen eggs jeez to test out this recipe and to like We had to give them, I think it was two dozen prepared deviled eggs. And so we did this, like, it was for, it was for like Super Bowl that year or something. And we all had to pick out like football teams. And I grew up in San Diego, so I chose the Chargers Mm -hmm. and we did these deviled eggs. But man, these photos are rough. Like (laughs) I I go back and I'm like, oh, 
ooh, what were we thinking? You know, we've upgraded our equipment, I think, like two or three times since we've upgraded our lighting, everything. Mm -hmm. And so it's funny, like, because I remember when we shot them, it was just like we would be like, oh, yeah, these look great. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And now looking back, I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. So sometimes it's fun to go and look back and be like, well, that's where I started. (laughs) Please don't anyone ever look there. Please. That's what got you started, though. There's got to be some pride in that, a little bit. Even if you're like, eh, it could have been better. It got yeah, you where I you mean, are, right? Yeah, I mean, the recipes are still solid, like, mm-hmm. for the most part. Like, I don't, I'm not, I don't regret any of the recipes, like, and we've actually talked about at some point going back and, like, reshooting some of our photos that, like, we're not as proud of, and, but, you know, so we, you live and learn. Yeah. And we were always looking to improve. Like we never, that's something that I like pride myself on and geeks who like with my husband is mm-hmm. we never stop trying to get better. We're right. never, we're never like, ah, eh, this is as good as we're going to get. We're done. Yeah. Yeah. You never want to be content when you're uh, a content. Well, yeah, creator. I don't, I don't trust, you know, like we work with movie studios. You're only as good as your last project yeah. for them. Yeah. And so, you know, I don't mm-hmm. ever want you know, to get comfortable and think, oh, well, Disney's always going to work with me. Mm-hmm. Like, they may not. Somebody may, not. somebody may come out who's better. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so we always have to be, like, one step ahead and trying to figure out what's what. And, yeah. I mean, you know, it, we just, we do. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the good thing about competition. It, it does keep you focused. It keeps you being like, okay, okay. So this person is really good. They're up and coming. Uh, how do we up our game as well but you know honestly i will say that like i'm probably the worst at competing because i'm <laughs> that person who will be like oh hey i see you're up and coming let me help you right let me let me team up with you let's collaborate let me give you some of my eyeballs you give me some of yours and let's work together right well that, that's... and not everybody feels that way in like the food community like this is like everybody kind of i feel like a lot of people get like defensive mm-hmm and, like, we noticed that, like, working with, like, you know, people here in town, it's just, it's hard. People people think that their success means that, like, they can't have, like, others can't have success in the same market. Right. And I, 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 I wish that people would change that mindset because I feel like as a community we're stronger if we all work together yeah. than against each other. Yeah, absolutely. Having more, there's never a bad thing to have more of something that's good. Exactly. And, and I don't do everything. They don't do everything. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like I, I know my strengths, right? I'm, I'm not gonna, you know, ever be able to compete with anybody when it comes to baking. Mm -hmm. Like it's just never going to happen. So if I need like recipes for something that needs baking, I'm going to reach out to those people and be like, Hey, can I share your stuff? Right. And I like, you know, I know my my strengths are savory stuff. Like we do pretty well with that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's I'm always happy to share. If people need photos, you know, I'm happy to do it. Yeah, and that's like like you said, it, it is it's rare. Not even just like straight into the food industry, but in any sort of competitive market where you're your own boss or it's your own business, it is it can be difficult to find well friendly people. Yeah, it's it's really hard. And I like, you know, it's easy to get sucked into it. Like, because like, I remember like when you start feeling competitive, you get like you get a little catty and you're like, oh, well, I did better. <laughs> you know, I did better on this than so and so. Like, yeah. clearly I am going to, you know, and it's like I don't want to have that kind of mindset. No. Like and once I kind of 
you know, stopped thinking that way and worrying about what everybody else was doing, I found that I was happier. Mm-hmm. Our blog was better. Mm-hmm. Like, because we stopped, like, worrying about, you know, what is, you know, what's binging with Babish doing this week? <laughs> like, what's, you know, what are they up to? Like, we're not them. We're not going to be them. Yeah. Let's just do our thing and let our fans enjoy that. Yeah. That's really the best way to go about it. If you try comparing yourself or competing too hard with other people, you're going to trip over your own feet or, you know, like you say, get really catty and start. Yeah. you'll And people something. realize that, like, you know, like it's funny because like I have a lot of friends who do like movie PR and stuff and they notice that stuff. Like if you come, if you have a reputation for being catty, mm-hmm. people know it's oh, yeah. not, you know, it's not, it doesn't stay secret long. So it doesn't hurt you to just be friendly with everyone. Yeah. It, and that's kind of like, that's really how I focus Geeks Who Eat is be friendly to everyone. Yeah. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt you to be kind. No, it, it doesn't. And like you said, people have very short memories. You're only as good as your last project. And if your last project, you happen to chew out somebody's nephew or something, right? <laughs> like then you're yeah, never working like, again. I mean, it's why I'm terrible at movie reviews because I hate <laughs> writing bad ones. Like yeah. I, I'm like, I try to find like the nice thing to say about things or I like, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's cause I had old parents, you know, if you ha- don't have something nice to say, don't say it at all. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it was how I was raised. And so I'm like, Oh, how do I be mean? Yeah. But not, it's also why we stopped doing restaurant reviews. Cause we didn't want to <laughs> have to be mean. Yeah. No, th- I mean, wh- when it comes to writing reviews, uh, there's an honest factor to it. You got to be honest with how you feel, but you don't have to be mean about it. Yeah, no, and I agree. You you can write a quote unquote negative review and still be constructive. You know, maybe yeah. if they did this, maybe if they did that, it would have come better, come come together better. But I don't know. I wrote a review once for a a movie. A guy reached out to me. It's for an independent flick, and I gave it three out of five stars. But I also listed how many, um, like. <laughs> Things that I would have liked to see better done, like shots that lingered, the sound, whatever. And the guy, he went, re- got really angry with me. Oh. <laughs> and he started like this old Twitter argument with me, but I wasn't biting. I was just like, I'm sorry that you feel that way. I gave you my yeah. honest review. And then like an hour later, all his tweets were deleted. So I'm like, somebody told him that was not a good look. Yeah. Right. So oh, you, you got to be careful with how you receive criticism, too. Right. Exactly. Uh, so... Beyond the website, uh, what else does Geeks Who Eat offer? Uh, and besides recipes, I saw you like cookbooks, and you said you work with movie. Uh, yeah, we're working on our cookbook. We're we're very behind on our cookbook. The past, like, we were supposed to have it done like a year ago, and <laughs> honestly, like, real life sucks. Yes. Like, you know, in 2018, my mom passed away, which no. put us severely behind. Right. And dealing with like emotional stuff and health issues this year, I'm like. I just don't have the, I don't have the spoons. Like I can't like, so we're working on it. It's still in progress. It's a horror movie cookbook. Um, yeah, it's nightmares and noms, the unofficial horror movie cookbook. And we're, we're still shooting recipes for it. And you know, this is what happens. This is the problem when, you know, it's, you know, just two of us. Mm -hmm. Like my husband works a full-time job. He's, he's, got a very high stress full-time job he's a web developer Mm. so you know there are weeks where we're just like you know geeks who eat really should have content going up but you know nope we're 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 taking it easy or we're gonna go to the gym tonight because we're tired like yeah you know we we only have so much energy yeah that 
it's it's hard like especially when it's two people like people don't realize like how much work goes into a cookbook we didn't even realize how much work we're like <laughs> oh we can do this yes. well you know we already shoot like you know a couple of recipes a week and and then we're like wait so now we have to shoot all these recipes and then do our cookbook and research mm-hmm. and shop for it. like it's it's just a lot yeah and so and the the financial investment of you know paying for all of the stuff that you do like yeah. you know geeks who eat makes some money but we're not i would not ever say we're rolling in the dough <laughs> so you know right? yeah exactly <laughs> like you know we have we buy all the stuff for our website like mm-hmm. you know if our posts aren't saying sponsored we're you know we're paying out of pocket like we we buy everything all of our equipment we've purchased and paid for outright like you know we don't rent anything we don't rent studios we we do it in our living room yeah yeah all of our all of our photos that look amazing are literally taken on a card table with some good lighting yeah that's that's all you need yeah for the most so part. but but so you know projects like the cookbook tend to sadly get pushed to the side because real life happens and oh, yeah. you know we can't let our website die because, you know, if if we don't continue to update our website, then nobody's going to care about our cookbook. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so, that's the problem with the internet. If you're not on the forefront uploading, being consistent with uploads or whatever, eh, you get forgotten pretty quickly. Yep. There's yep. always someone who's going to come right in. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But so, you know, we do the typical social media thing, Facebook, Pinterest, mm-hmm. Instagram. We are still trying to hit 10,000 followers on Instagram. And I tell you what, it's killing me. Like, <laughs> how, how close are you? At, we like, are right like, now? we are like just under 400 away. 400. That's and what, that's pretty and it's like literally the worst because <laughs> we have been, we have been under a thousand away for like two years. Oh, you just kind of hit like a threshold, eh? Well, it's, you know, Instagram and their algorithm. And yes, it changes all the time. They w- we literally paid for a, to boost a post. I finally was like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to I'm gonna do a business account, and I'm going to pay to boost a post. Mm-hmm. That post got like three times as much traffic as our normal one, and we got 20 followers from it. I was like, ah, oh, Instagram, yeah. shame on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... Like, it's such a pay-for-play thing, and it yeah. just kills me. Yeah. Yeah, kills me. Very true. <clears throat> I, I know how you feel. I, I did the same sort of thing with uh, the podcast here, and I was at like I don't know, like three hundred followers or something. I'm like I'm gonna boost a couple of posts just to get out there. And it, you know, like twenty bucks later, it wasn't a lot, but yeah, I'm sitting there like I got like I think I lost followers. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> or they're all from like Mumbai. I'm like, what happened? Why? That's not my audience. <laughs> this is not right. But yeah, I know the struggles. It's it's it can be yeah, frustrating. It's, and it's frustrating because brands, that's like when you want to work with brands or studios, they want to see your Instagram followers. Like mm-hmm. they don't really care about your blog traffic like they do to an extent. But like if you have a bunch of Instagram followers, you're better off than if you have like, you know, 300,000 monthly views on your website. Right. Like. Because that's where people go. Like, yeah. Instagram is where the eyeballs are. So Yeah, yeah. the infinite scrolling. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it's true. And Instagram can be, like, a, a lucrative form if you use it right. Uh, I, I used to work with a guy who has a Instagram account that has 
I don't know how many followers now. At the time, it was over 4 million. Oh, my gosh. And he would promote uh, car dealerships, cars, photographers who take pictures of cars. It was all car-related. And he would charge 50 bucks a post and post like three times an hour. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> right? Wow. So, he quit that job pretty quickly. But, uh, yeah, so getting that follower uh, followership, I guess, is... Well, it used to be easier. Like be, I would yeah. say, I would say, like 2017 was when they changed the big algorithm. Sounds about right. And that's when everybody's followers. Like I was gaining 500 followers a month, wow. if not more. Like, wow. and now I'm like, if I can get 500 followers in a year, I'm considering myself lucky. Yeah, yeah. No, that yeah, that sounds about right. Because around that time, my account got flayed, shadow banned. I think they called it. Oh, where gosh, none the of my shadow hash- band. none of the hashtags will show up in searches. And, well, and good luck uh, being a horror, a yeah. horror movie or horror <laughs> anything site because hashtag horror is literally banned. Yeah, you get like the "Are you sure you're mentally okay?" by looking. We're at We're not going to show this in yeah. the search though because yeah. it's bad. <laughs> yeah, I know it's. So I, on it personally, I gave up on Instagram though. Uh, yeah, I've I've no. I've I've gotten less crazed about it. I used to be like real bad about it. Like I would, you know, go like interact with people. Like I would go like like posts and comment on posts for hours, mm. and like just to try to like you know, like engage Have... with the community more. Mm-hmm. And I just I couldn't do it anymore. Like yeah. I was like, you know what? I guess if Instagram doesn't want me to be successful, <laughs> I'm gonna good on you, Zuckerberg, because yeah. <laughs> you've you've made me quit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but he doesn't care. He's got like you know NBC on there or whatever, paying yep, thousands exactly. of dollars a minute to get ads up. But yep. yeah, uh, it, it's. I hear Twitter's good for. I love but, Twitter. Like yeah. I rediscovered my love of Twitter, and like yes, there are people on there who are jerks. Like oh yeah, well, but I think like as a whole, if you find the community that you want to be a part of there, you can, and mm-hmm. it's great. Yeah, there very there's some very tight knit communities on there for sure. I feel like the horror community is pretty good on there. Like it is. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of people obviously disagree, but I feel like generally speaking, they're pretty supportive and positive with one another. Oh yeah. You know, and I I love that. Yeah. Like you know, there's some people out there who are really spreading the good word about horror and you know, you can't help but just want to be a part of that. Yeah, I've done a few of these interviews now, and and every single person I've talked to about the horror community has nothing but good things to say about it. It's, it's a very, it, which is very contrasting because you're like, it's horror. They like to kill things, and people die, and there's blood and guts. But they're like the friendliest community. Oh yeah, no, I, I I've gone to like I go to conventions frequently, and like I would say horror conventions are far more friendly than any other type of convention I've been to. Mm-hmm. Like horror fans just want to talk horror. They mm-hmm. love making friends. They, you know, very rarely do you get someone if you're waiting in line for something and you start chatting with them, very rarely will you have someone who's going to ignore you or cold shoulder you or or be you know, it's, in general. Exactly. That, it's yeah. Well, I think we've all been we've all been judged as horror fans yeah. <laughs> for so long that you you can't help but want to connect with those people. Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. It's yeah, it's finding that that common ground where people can be like, oh, I'm an outcast. You're an outcast. We're gonna be outcasts together. Now we're no longer outcasts. Exactly. And people want to be 
even the, the most introverted of introverted still needs that like companionship or c- communication of some kind. Well, I mean, honestly, like horror movies are what saved my first date with my husband. Oh, really? Like, yeah, we had a we had a pretty awful first date. Like it was <laughs> it was not good. And, you know, I I was about ready to just like write it off as free dinner. Mm. And on our way, he was dropping me off at home. We started talking about horror movies and we both discovered that we love found footage horror movies. Mm. Like it's a passion with us. Like (laughs) we will seek them out. We don't care how bad they are. We will try (laughs) to watch them. And so that turned into a three hour conversation in my driveway. Oh, well, that's that's. And so I always I always say horror movies, you know, made my marriage like. It's it's our thing. We you know, we just we found it and then moved on from there. <laughs> so if you turn around one day and said, I don't really like horror movies, it's oh, over. I, it, it might be like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I love my husband. But if he told me we couldn't watch horror movies anymore, we'd have some we'd have some words. <laughs> That was one of my three, like, I had three deal breakers right. when like, I, after I got my, well, after I, I got my divorce, you know, and I, and I met before, I, when I was dating, I had three deal breakers. Mm-hmm. They had to like sushi, they had to like Disneyland, and they had to like horror movies. So mm-hmm. those were my non-negotiables. And I guess. Luckily, yeah. I have a man who <laughs> doesn't hate Disneyland. He right. supports my habit, as I say. <laughs> he loves sushi, and he loves horror movies. So I, I, I'm pretty much winning at life, I feel like. Yeah, fair enough. How many times a year do you get out to Disney? Um, well, we had annual passes this last year. Okay. So we were there, I think, six times. Oh, well, that's pretty good. I mean, I live in Arizona, so it's a six-hour drive. Yeah, it's not so super close, yeah. It's not like I can go every weekend. I wish I could, but... You know, we're going to and we'll renew our annual passes in the fall. Mm-hmm. Our, our the people who like his folks usually watch our dog and they're going on a big trip this summer. So we're like, well, if we can't, you know, go anywhere for three months, let's wait. Let's not waste the money. And let's renew them after they get back. Yeah, that's fair. That's so. Fair, yeah. uh, so you've mentioned that um, found footage uh, horror is your favorite. Oh yeah. Do you have? I'm gonna put you a little bit on the spot. If you had to pick one, which would it be? If I had to pick one found footage movie, that is your absolute favorite that you could watch oh. ten times a day. Oh, there's like a couple of those though. That's fair. Can I have two? You can have two. Can I have... You, you can have okay. Two. <laughs> I would go with Blair Witch Project uh-huh. and Grave Encounters. Ooh, Grave Encounters is a good one. Grave Encounters. I, my husband and I, we call that our like, you know. It's our, we don't want to watch a new movie because we're kind of tired, but let's put on a movie. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We watch Grave Encounters all the time. Like, I've seen that movie so many times that I can quote it, like, (laughs) while it's going. It's, it's ridiculous. Like, I love that movie. Yeah. That is a good one. I remember when that came out. I haven't seen it in a very long time, but they made a sequel, didn't they? Yes, there is a Grave Encounters too. It's, it's not as good, but it's still a pretty fun movie. Yeah. And found footage movies generally are. I mean, it's it's no it's no Book of Shadows, Blair Witch Two, but you know, <laughs> oh, God. that's that's a hill I will die on. I love that movie. I know it's not really found footage, but right. I I love that movie. Nobody's gonna convince me otherwise. 
I, I I get I go to bat for that movie. Like people people will like talk about how much it sucks, and I will be like, actually, no. <laughs> you pull up the actually card. <laughs> K, but you're wrong though. <laughs> Man, that's another one I haven't thought about in ages. Yeah, I'm a too. huge Blair Witch nut. Like I have I have books, I have the movies, I have the VHS tapes. Like I I am a big Blair Witch fan. Have you, Have you played or seen any of the, the game that came out? Uh, I haven't played it yet. I am so like I just don't have time for video games. Like I as much as I want to, like and I like I always have the best intentions. Like we bought a (laughs) PS4 and I was like, oh, I'm gonna play all these games. I think I've turned it on once. Yeah. Like I just it's just not a big enough priority for me. Like I'm usually you know if I'm not watching movies, I'm doing other stuff. Like I'm not at home so. You know, with Geeks Who Eat, we do a lot of we get, we go to a lot of movie screenings and this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. So it's just like there's not a lot of time. When you're sitting down and watching movies, do you have either a conscious or subconscious thing going on where you're like, I I want to find a recipe idea in here, or is it do you just happen upon it? Sometimes it's both, but like when we do like the more recent stuff, usually we're doing um, recipes before we even see like the movie. Oh, that's interesting. so like. So a lot of this stuff that we do, we do for like, you know, the PR companies in town who are doing screenings. And so I will look at the trailer and be like, okay, so what can I come up with from that? If there's nothing there, if I can't come up with a theme or a locale or something from there, you know, I'll try to ask the PR person like, hey, have you seen this without spoiling it for me? Are there any food references? You know, like all I knew about, Birds of Prey, for example, mm-hmm. was that there was a breakfast sandwich. <laughs> like in part of the movie? Yeah. Okay. I, have you seen the movie? I haven't yet, no. Okay, well, Harley's obsessed with this specific breakfast sandwich. Okay. But, you know, we decided to do a healthy breakfast sandwich because we're we're trying to be healthy right now and lose weight. So we're like, okay, well... We're not going to make a messy, greasy breakfast sandwich. Let's do a healthy one. Mm-hmm. I mean, superheroes need to be healthy, too. And so, you know, we did it. And it's been a pretty good popular, you know, recipe on our site. But then we got, like, our first, like, troll who's like, you know, oh, yeah, because we totally want a healthy breakfast sandwich. I was like, oh, <laughs> why? Why do people have to be like that? Uh, so what's going on. Exactly. But so, you know, it's sometimes it will be, you know, based off of, you know, us already seeing a movie or it'll be the trailer. But I do I do have a tendency to like find like when I'm watching movies, I'm like, oh, there's a recipe in this. Write it down. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, maybe we'll come back to it. Maybe we'll revisit it. Yeah. So we do that frequently. (laughs) I mean, that's kind of the best way to go about it. It's a more natural feeling. Then when you're yeah. staring and be like, I need to find something in this. Exactly. It can become, you overlook things when you start doing that. Oh, for sure. Alrighty. Uh, so, uh, besides the website, which is geekswhoeat.com. It's twogeekswhoeat.com. Oh, is it two geek? Oh, you're right, it is. There's a jerk who owns geekswhoeat.com and he like barely uses it and it's like the most awful thing ever and he refused to sell it to us when we started, so... Oh well. Uh, he, it, it it like it literally goes to a different website. He has it just parked. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's the worst. I know. I know. Oh. But 
because I'm a little bit petty, I took every social media like thing that he could ever hope to have. Right. So if you actually look up <laughs> Geeks Who Eat, we come up. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's... <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure I Googled you uh, you guys, or your name specifically, and it, Geeks Who Eat was, I think, the first or second thing that came up, so... Yeah. Yeah. Makes I'm sense. pretty. I'm pretty. I'm pretty uh, good at doing that. Yeah. So, are, are all your social medias Geeks Who Eat or GWE or some variation of that? Just Geeks to... Who Eat. It's all. It's Geeks Who Eat across the board. I think, except on YouTube, but we hardly use YouTube. Fair enough. I think YouTube is just two Geeks Who Eat. Okay. But yeah. So, but everywhere else, it's Geeks Who Eat. All righty. We made it easy. <laughs> I, I I learned real early on in social media. Don't have 50 variations of your name for social media because then nobody will ever find you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I learned that one the hard way too. But <laughs> that's all right. That's okay. Um, is, is there anything else you want to share before we uh, wrap this up? Yeah, I also have a site that I'm working to launch because I'm not okay. busy enough with everything else I do. <laughs> right. Um, I have Spooky Sarah Says, which is my movie reviews and stuff. I've only got a couple things up right now, but I did do a list over there for uh, Women in Horror Month of movies that I'll be watching this month. I have 29 uh, female-directed horror movies that I had not seen, and so I've been working through that. I'm I'm a little bit behind, but... I have noticed that, at least on the ones that I haven't seen, women tend to direct movies about vampires and cannibalism. Yes, I have also discovered that this month. And I was like, "What did I like? Am I missing <laughs> something? Like, why is it these two genres?" <laughs> yeah, but something about consuming other humans or parts yeah. of them. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not sure what that is but i'm glad you noticed it too because i thought maybe it had just been me and it was like the ones that i had not seen yet and maybe it was my like kind of genre bias Mm -hmm. because i don't typically go for vampire movies or cannibalism movies right so maybe i was like maybe it's just what i'm missing but then i was like no because i've seen a fair amount of those already too like you know i'd already seen like near dark and so I just I thought it was very fascinating that there were so many vampire and cannibalism movies. Yeah, I, I, I interviewed somebody earlier today who who's uh, directing, wrote, and, and is going to direct when it gets funded, uh, short about cannibalism. <laughs> so and another when I was talking to the uh, horror spinsters, uh, which that episode went up the last week sometime, they were that was one of the things that they mentioned that like, you see a lot of. In terms of feminist horror, a lot of vampire or, you know, either rape, revenge or cannibalism films. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, there, there's something about it. I, I'm not a psychologist, so I <laughs> couldn't tell you. But I would, I would love to see women direct more found footage. There is one, and it's on my list, and I can't for the life of me remember the name of it now. Um, but there is one, and I think um, the director is Irish. Hmm. And she, it's the one found footage movie on my list this year. And of course, I can't remember the name of it. Of course. But it's on my list. <laughs> You'll get across to it. And the people just have to keep an eye on that uh, that new website of yours to, to find exactly. out what it was. Exactly. Right? Leave them in suspense. Exactly. Cliffhanger. <laughs> dum, dum, dum. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, Sarah. Well, I want to thank you very much for sitting down and chatting with me today. Um, Anytime. Yeah, that was awesome. It was great to learn about, you know, how you incorporate. Uh, horror into your everyday life as well as your relationships and your uh, well your passion 
for food yeah. and that as well. So that was awesome. Never really got to speak to somebody like that before. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> of course. All righty. Thank you once again. My name is Casey, and this has been the Ominous Origins Podcast. If you like what you heard, please feel free to leave a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can find me on social media, on Twitter, at HorrorShotsProd, as in production, on Facebook, at HorrorShots, Instagram, at HorrorShotsPhotography, and if you do want to support the podcast monetarily, you can absolutely do that as well by hitting up my Patreon at patreon.com slash horrorshots. Lastly, if you want to show your pride for the show, you can do that as well. I do have a Redbubble store where you can get the Ominous Origins logo. You can also get the Horror Shots logo, as well as some original work that I've done in the past. And that link will be in the description as well. Thank you once again. Until next time.